This episode of Reasonably Spontaneous Conversation is brought to you by In Search of the New Compassionate Male. For more information, go to newcompassionatemail.com. Hello world, it's me, Dennis. Today I have the pleasure on Reasonably Spontaneous Conversation of talking with Amber Crowley. Hello, Amber. Hello, Dennis. Thanks for having me. See, I got my the black with your background, so we work exactly the same <laughs> way. That that wonderful synchronicity. That's right. How long have you been wearing flowers in your hair? <laughs> well, uh, I live by the water, so I would have to say, I guess it's been about 10, 20 years. You know, when oh, I play lovely. music, I like to do it. I did outdoor tiki hut shows, and that's yes. before I went live stream, and that's where this all comes from is when I was playing at the tiki hut. And I was a real old Florida tiki hut right on the water, and uh, so this is kind of a carryover from that, and that's why I do Tiki Tuesday. <laughs> How how wonderful. Your journey into music became how? Well, I uh, as a child, um, I was always singing and performing in, in uh, classroom shows and school shows, etc. And uh, during, learned how to play the guitar in eighth grade. Yeah. And lucky enough to have parents that, um, you know, gave me music lessons. And um, then I joined a folk group. Uh, we all volunteered and went around and sang for hospitals and churches. We were Sunshine Incorporated, so we had a group. I played guitar and, and sang with our little folk group, and um, that's where it all started. Well, you know, one of the things is your indomitable positivity. There is so much about what, as we look out in the world, we're coming out of COVID, and I know you're a physician, you know, as an ER physician, as as we're, as we're coming out, you have seen a lot of people in a lot of distress and challenging situations. You inside embody the opportunity to be able to see what's in the light what is mm -hmm. positive where did that come from well that's a great question i mean because people ask me that because i'm surrounded by pain and trauma and sometimes even death at what of i course. do in the er and i think that it's the it's the uh the feeling of hope that is within me that yeah. has been there since a childhood and I just have a, a, a spirit of hope and uh, and light really that I feel yeah. very light in myself and so I can I feel like that is something that I can extend to other people in a lot of ways uh, I am just grateful very grateful to be alive Yep. Part of it is because I've seen so much pain. I've seen the worst heartache you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And um, and so in response to that, I am so grateful every day I get up just that I'm alive and I'm healthy. And, you know, I don't. Uh, so I'm very, very grateful. And I try to hold on to that gratitude. It's hard at times. you know. Isn't it, though? I mean, yeah. that's the whole thing. Because, I, <clears throat> you know, Amber, I, I was thinking about that, about, okay, Someone says, uh, do you feel grateful? Or I say, feel grateful. Okay, let's use that word. Where do I feel gratitude? How does that mm -hmm. end? So I've been trying to, trying to see within my body. I know where I feel fear, like where I feel economic insecurity right here at my solar plexus, right here at the diaphragm level. I can actually feel it when I feel it. So I know what that mm -hmm. feeling is. Mm -hmm. But the feeling of gratitude, where we get a chance to, what, what does it feel like to be grateful? Mm -hmm. 
Well, I'm looking up to, a lot of times when I'm looking up to the sky, I can feel that because I can try to appreciate the fact that we are just a little tiny speck in the universe. And somehow we have this gift of being here on the spinning planet with all these other beautiful people. And it's really, really a miracle that we are here, that gravity keeps us on the earth, that we have lungs to breathe and that we are able to sing. I mean, it's a miracle. It is an absolute miracle. It's a miracle so, that I'm here talking with you. So I kind is. of try to hold on to that. You know, it's just, it's kind of in my breath. I would have yeah. to say it's in my breath, and I practice yoga, and that really helps me to get to stay centered. Oh. That, is, that is something. Oh, I that's I, I can I see that from. Yeah. Well, all right. So, so as you're as you're in school, you have to decide that you have a, a scientific or an arts uh, curriculum. You obviously chose science as as your as your work and in the organic chemistry. What was your what was your impelling there? What was what was your your interest in that? Amber. Well, I love, I, that's a great question. I love the human body. It is a miracle how the human body works. And if you ever get a chance to dissect a cadaver, I know it sounds kind of crazy. No, but, it's, um, magic. it's magic. It's magic. It's unbelievable what, what an amazing body we have. Just the hand, when you see the hand dissected and all the different muscles and how it works together, it's just a miracle in itself. And uh, so I love the anatomy and physiology. And, and actually, my path to medicine was not, it wasn't a straight path. I was a, um, I was a hospital volunteer, medical assistant, nurse, then became a physician when I was in my late 30s. Wow. So that's kind of the progression of how I went along. I was a single parent at age 19, and I lived pretty much in, wow. in very, very poor circumstances in my early 20s with my daughter, alone with my daughter. So, uh, you know, of course, I was surrounded by friends and music and wonderful people, but we were very, very mm. poor. Yes. And, uh, and so it wasn't until, you know, I, it wasn't really until uh, I got into my late 30s that I was able to really fully explore medicine and, and anatomy, and I just loved it. So from going to school later in life, I think, is more of a, you appreciate it so much because it's a gift to be able to study and study science. So I love it. Tell me, tell me about Amber, single parent, 20 years old, baby daughter, looking out at the world and that don't, don't give me some perspective on her okay well i was a uh, 19 year old sophomore in college when i became pregnant with my daughter and it wasn't fully planned but i did decide that i wanted to make a commitment to her and and share my life with her her name is Ty Jora and uh, I wanted to, she's now 42. <laughs> but, uh, and cool. I had two grandkids. But um, I wanted, so, I, so it interrupted my schooling, you know, to, to uh, raise her. And uh, I, uh, so during that time, I remember standing in a welfare line. At that time, it was called welfare. Now, I yep. think it's public assistance and food stamps. Mm -hmm. I remember standing in that line and saying to myself, I know for my daughter, I want to do better with my life. I want to, you know, make a, make a stable life for her. We were homeless for a little while, and I just said, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work for her. So that's how I went to progress to become a nurse, and uh, and then later on, when she graduated high school, I went to medical school. So, you, you know, Amber, when it, it it feels to me, it helped me to see if 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 your perspective is is the same as mine is that we must empower nurses. 
that Absolutely. we cannot that we cannot make enough physicians that, that but if but but if we triage down so many of the decisions and allow them to be made by our by our nurse practitioners and our and our, and our uh, uh, rns and bsns and, the, and this that we have that that we can truly do something that we cannot do if we just try to do it by Absolutely. making more physicians nurses are gold i have a two i have two <laughs> songs written for nurses one is called the power of touch uh which i wrote about 10 years ago and the other one is called angels behind the mask if you look on my youtube channel the angels behind the mask is a collection of of, of photographs from about 50 different nurses from all over the uh, oh. country and it's at the beginning of covid and so they all sent their pictures in and we all kind of supported each other at the beginning of covid and we put this this video together with everyone with their masks on and the song there are angels is playing behind it oh. In the in the the medical community, how have you, how do you feel like the medical community is coming out of this COVID, emotionally, intellectually, uh, experientially, scientifically, on the other side of this yes. experience? Yes, uh, I would have to just first address the psychological component. That was what I I, yeah. I, I was I couldn't and, uh, say that yeah, in my head. But that's what I was point. asking. There really is a post-COVID stress syndrome, and it's not just for nurses and doctors; it's for anybody uh, really that's experienced COVID and we've gone through it. I think we all have emotional, um, you know, reactions to what's happened. The difference between people who are frontline workers is that for almost a year we went to work and we risk our lives. Every time I went into work, I would wonder, is my mask gonna be tight enough? You know, uh, am I gonna be exposed to COVID? Am I gonna bring COVID back to my uh, family? So uh, it's that feeling that you're, you could lose your life at your job. And mm -hmm. uh, I know other people have, have jobs like that also, but, um, but that was a traumatic thing for me. Um, yes. We were on the front line, so it wasn't a matter of, if we saw COVID patients, we knew that we would see COVID patients. And we even wouldn't know right away who had COVID and who didn't because we didn't have the testing at the beginning. Um, so, uh, so we had to take very close precautions. Luckily, everyone at our uh, facility where I work, uh, nobody uh, got sick. So that was a very good thing. Of course, I got vaccinated uh, yeah. in January, but... Um, but um, the, so I think that there is a there is a healing process going on now. And I would emphasize that music has helped me so much get through COVID. And I've Thank had you. so many people tell me that my music has helped them, which is amazing because it's really yeah. helped me in a lot of ways. Well, well I'm going to ask you about that because I'm going to talk about from the vibrational level. All right. Because mm -hmm. let's just say if we go to in, in quantum physics, right, we, we talk about how it, like in string theory that perhaps everything arose from the vibrations because matter yes. and energy are interchangeable uh, yes. uh, and so l when we talk about that and we talk about the vibrations and the vibrations that we have you've even written about that you even yes. have a song that has the back <laughs> so how about if we play the song uh, cue, cueing Renee, we're going to play the song, <laughs> Good vibes. and then we're going to talk about the vibrational aspects of how we can lift the planet Thank you so much. I've only two hands and 
One little voice, how can I change the world? I could make a choice to take a leap and let my song be heard. If we all decided to show our neighbors kindness, our souls would shine. The more we give, Or our good vibrations go to fly. I'm talking good vibes, good vibes, travel far and wide. Good vibes, let's bring it, bring it, sing it from our soul. Tune into the station of love's creation, radiance bright. Your channel's free to tune into your true heart's frequency. A song can warm your heart and make you smile. This message can travel far across the mind. Let everyone listen up for one big family. Kindred spirits joined in song. The world united now is one good vibe. We've got good vibes out far and wide. Good vibes. Let's bring it, bring it, sing it, feeling fine. Flying high, ready to strive. Let your soul shine. Goodbye. Let's bring it, bring it, sing it all our lives. You see the promise planted over the door. Uniting all creation deep in our soul. Now our love grows high. show on our network called One Hit Wonderful and this is where Jonathan Phipps takes us uh, an artist and a through 
their particular song and lets mm. them talk about it line by line, the growth, the work, the rest. So I'm going to encourage him to reach out to you. I would because love I would, to do that. I would Jonathan love to be awesome. able to break this down piece Absolutely. by piece. All right. Now, when you talk, when you talk about the vibrational aspect of it as a physician and in a physician, you're taught, we're taught either, either as an allopath or home, uh, allopath or, or uh, a, um, a, What's the other path? Osteopathic. Uh, yeah, osteopath or allopath. Uh-huh. Uh, taught that, that, that you know, you're dealing with something from the outside. But there's a vibrational element to healing, right? I mean, the mod, mind-body connection uh, Absolutely. That, that you have. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. Well, I don't want to get too, you know, into the deep into the science here, but there's a lot. Well, uh, I just want to say that there are there everything is in a waveform. Okay, when you think about it, what the, the, what we perceive with our senses is in a waveform, whether it's a sight or it's sound. And if you listen to my song "Sounds of Color," that's yes. kind of what one of the one of the themes in that. So there are vibrational there are vibrational levels that we can perceive, but there's a lot. There is absolutely very very much beyond our perception that we cannot perceive we just don't have the perception for it just like dogs can hear certain sounds that we don't hear there are there are all kinds of vibrations out there that we don't hear and so i think that 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 vibration of healing is something that is beyond something that we can see and touch and hear although it it can be that can be a component of it there is a lot more to that feeling than than what we can measure with our own senses um and so i really feel like a lot of the song what happens in songwriting and not to get too esoteric here but i I believe (laughs) this is what we're here for amber great so i i i don't believe that the, the the songs i should say i don't I do believe that the songs come through me and I, I am the conduit of the songs, but the songs do not belong to me. I try to stay ocean, open to the vibrational level that the songs are coming through to me in whatever voice that is. And uh, the good vibes when it came through, it was a feeling of, of healing and wanting to heal and having the planet heal. So I believe that those vibrations and those songs are out there and that we as artists can, and whether it's painting or, or writing a song, that we can be the conduit for that song to come through us if we are open and not distracted and open to the um, the song or the feeling coming through. I so hope how do sense. you return? It, it, totally. How do you return to your center when you get knocked off of it? All right, because you talked a little bit about yoga and you talked a little bit about that. You know, so what what is your return? Because I am one of those fortunate people is that I'm wired optimistic. It's like I have a set point mm-hmm. that is that is optimistic. Not everyone has that. But not not everyone has that. So I have no. I have to accept that. I have to accept that that I do have that. But 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 I also you know even optimists get the blues. And yes. so we can we can certainly so where is get back to that center point. So, so what are the ways point? that you come okay. back to be able to get back to that? Well, that's a very important question because when I when I lived uh, when I sorry when I worked in emergency medicine all during my medicine training as a as a resident where I worked 110 hours a week and all of this and saw death for the first time you know when and uh, went through a lot of a lot of heavy times there as as we all do in life. And I think that what I did is I tried to develop a way that 
that uh, through my support network that really helps. And I have an extremely supportive husband who I've been married to for 30 years. So when I, for instance, would lose a patient at work, I would give him a call, because there's a lot of burnout that can happen if you don't get those feelings out. I would give him a call and I would let him know, and he always found, although he's not a medical background, he always found the right thing to say, like, you did your best, you know, uh, you know take care, uh, you know, and, and mm-hmm. do something, also encouraging me to do something physical. I work out about an hour every day. Um, and for that's for health reasons for me and the working out and the yoga keeps me centered but also you know not not being intentional and not not letting myself be pulled away in different directions that are going to be toxic for me Uh, right so kind of eliminating the toxic part of it and putting your energy into what is going saying no to things even if if people you know (laughs) you're just saying no you know you say no sometimes you know you know no thank you is a complete right (laughs) but when you're when you're a helping giving person you know you just have to make sure you're taking care of you so i try to do yoga really really helps um i have a new song called feel the moonlight that i wrote right after uh uh, doing some moonlight yoga in the middle of the night, so that was pretty crazy. <laughs> but that's a that's a feel the moonlight, and uh, so I yoga can help swimming and and um, and running. I run probably three or four yes. times a week, and so I just tr- and I try to keep a diet that is uh, clean the best yeah. I can. I'm not perfect, you know, and I you know, certainly right. you know, but uh, I get into the cookie jar more than I'd like to. But uh, but I try to keep it very clean, you know, basically more plant based than anything diet. I do eat chicken and fish too. Um, but uh, but I so I and I'm grateful to to have very caring parents. I was raised in a very nurturing, caring household with people that just loved me unconditionally and still do my oh. parents still watch my show my live streams all the time and uh they're uh so i am i've been surrounded by love my whole life so i've been grateful for that uh, for sure well so all right so where is the what is the role of art and creation in this in this aspect of uh, of in your music career because you're you're expanding when, when renee uh pitched having you on the show and I went wow yes uh, I this is this is who I want uh, but she Thank expressed you. she expressed how much your 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 art uplifted her oh. and so from your creation from your part of the creation and you, looking Ray up Ray. yeah <laughs> how would you would you talk about the art and your creative process yes I will I will definitely do that and I I must explain that uh when you look at my history, especially the histories of my of my albums and and my whole history as a musician, you'll see that there's a huge gap. You know, there's about a 10 year gap, and in that gap, I was working 110 hours a week at times, and really just working as a as a having so much of my energy going into medicine. I did not have the med- the the uh, luxury of being able to play music and especially be able to write a lot of music. So over the last year, I've decreased my hours um, as a physician and close to retirement. And uh, work, I do. I am taking the whole summer off to record a, an album, and so I have the luxury of being able to focus on that right now. Um, so my process, as uh, I think, one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest challenges that. I think it's not just me, but other artists and musicians face is that there's a lot of distractions to our creation. 
and we want to create, we want to write songs, we want to express that, but there's so many distractions that come along, especially if you're working a full-time job, if you have kids, other responsibilities, there's a lot of distractions. Right now, I'm in sleepy Cape Cod, a little seaside town. I live on a, a end of a dead-end street on the edge, in the forest, basically, in the edge of conservation land, and there's maybe two cars that go by my house every day. And, uh, I vi and I don't work outside my home, so I have very little distractions right now. So it is a perfect place to create and to, and as my husband will say, because he has been self-employed for many years, is that when you're self-employed as a musician, singer, songwriter, got to carve out that time, you know, to do the songwriting. Otherwise, you know, the... You get distracted by everything else that's out there, you know, so. But it just happens for any, well, I'm 73 this year, so I get an oh, opportunity wonderful. to see how we, how we at this time in, uh, we elders uh, at, at this time in, in my life, and you'll be joining us soon. Yes. I don't know how old you are, but you'll be, you'll be getting an opportunity to be able to do, this is really, it's like, we can be part of whatever it was this tribal sense of this global sense that you spoke mm -hmm. of, that that you sung about in good vibes mm -hmm. that we're all in this mm -hmm. together that there is a place for us mm -hmm. as a generative excited important key element to the healing of the planet i believe Absolutely. that with us Absolutely, and there are so many people that are entering into retirement age or that at, are at retirement age, and I a lot of them are my patients. And uh, one of the things that I notice is that, you know, people put 100% of themselves into their, their work career, whatever that was, like I did with medicine, and suddenly, you know, the day comes where you're packing up your, your, your last um, box of of, of books and pens from your office and you're going home so now what do you do and first it feels like spring break and you know you go and you travel typically people <laughs> go on big vacations so, you know and travel wherever they want to travel we I didn't do that because uh, my husband and I have traveled you know over the past 10 years but uh, and I was so in what I did is I just reinvented myself in as and uh, did music and that's what I'm doing right now is I've probably putting in 40 hours plus a, a week at music so I'm not going to happy hours to drink or doing the typical especially down in Florida doing the typical things it gets pretty wild down there it's like spring break but everybody's over 60. oh yeah exactly yeah <laughs> but um but I went down to Florida to work and um, and as a physician and, and I worked as a musician as well but um, but I think that we can reinvent ourselves in retirement I would I would just speak to anybody that is is in, newly in retirement or um, you know going thinking about retirement uh, is you know, come up with a plan of what you want to do that that you what you can give and, and have be your purpose because everyone needs a purpose when they get up in the morning and the people that don't have purposes when they get up can find themselves getting into depression even though they should be happy that they're retired and but they go into a depression because they don't have a purpose when they get up in the morning I couldn't agree with you more I'm yeah. I believe that the human being is a purpose-driven mm -hmm. organism mm -hmm. that that is what and that when whenever we connect people to purpose suddenly they shine this this idea I, I, I was so uh, because I am an Amazon addict uh, and because I I give money to Jeff Bezos 
all the time. It saddened me so much to hear him say that he thought that people were lazy because that to me is not my experience. Mm -hmm. I believe that if people are connected to purpose, they will go out of their way to contribute to be an extraordinary piece of this puzzle. Yes, I do agree with you. I think that people, my feeling is that people are intrinsically good and people want to be needed. They want to have a purpose. They want to make a positive impact. But it's kind of hard, as I say at the beginning of Good Vibes, I've only two hands and one little voice. How can I possibly change the world? You know, I'm just one person. Exactly. But, but if you make a choice, that's the whole line of that, of that, of that yep. is that you, you can take a leap for me letting my song be heard it was taking the leap as a as a singer songwriter and believing in my own songs and uh leaving the cover songs behind and now playing 99% original songs which has been a big transition for me over the last Did that take year and a, half. that that took quite a that must have taken a leap of courage to, a leap of faith to do it, it has and but my what I want to say is I am full of gratitude so my heart is so full of gratitude for my fans and if they're listening right now I just want to reach out and give you all a big hug because they have made me a better musician and it is their belief in me and (laughs) uh, that helps me to believe in myself when I play a song on the live stream and people make comments and whatever the song is and it reaches people that gives me the incentive to keep writing and keep performing and uh, and expand to other instruments and so it's just been it's been a live streaming has been a wonderful experience even though the clubs are opening I am sticking with it I love live streaming it allows us it's a way for us to be able to reach people not only there but our also archivally absolutely and people all over the world i have fans in places that i had to look up where they were i had I did not know we're in qatar and tasmania and uh, sri lanka these are not places i've ever been and right now i have such an inter- wonderful international audience there are people that listen to me that don't speak english and everything that they they uh, they send to me messages are in other another language and they're translated. So it's it's a miracle, really. And uh, I love the international component of live streaming as well. What is there a song that that excites you at this instant that is running through your head that you go, you know, I want to play this song now. I think it's a new day. Uh, it's one of my signature songs too. In that, uh, it's the it's the title song from my album Amber Waves, um, and it's that's available on all platforms, including my. And there's a video that goes along with this on my YouTube channel. But it's a new day. It was written one morning when I was on my way to work, Monday morning, and it was just really tough to face the day. Uh, I knew I was going to go in and work with COVID patients, and uh, but I looked up to the sky and the new sunrise and said, it is a new day. Now the context that when people hear this song, we think of it's a new day because we've gone through COVID and it's a new day that we're, most people are getting vaccinated and we're coming out into a new world now. So it's a new day. May I play it? I would love okay. for you to hear it as long as you'll let us talk about it on the other side. It's a new day, there's a new way, there's a road you never rode. 
my microphone in the middle of the song. Sorry. I shouldn't Good move around you. so much. But it, now, wait a minute. <laughs> All right, but here's here's the thing. Is there any day that we ever get into that we don't knock our microphone around a little? I know, it's true. I mean, it's just, it's just yeah. all part of the process. But we do that. We get back up again. The thing that I most admire about, uh, about life is, is, is the resilience. When I see mm -hmm. a resilience... The resilience that we have when we have our challenges, when we get back up off the ground, when we see this, because there is something that, and if I can reach out my hand to help someone else up off the ground and help them to be able to do, I, I look at my life as a person who has gone through an enormous amount of privilege over my life, not just being, not just the, the, the uh, tint of my skin, but also being a tall male from an upper middle class mm -hmm. background. So I got a chance to experience a lot, of, and I want the rest of the world to experience what I got. I want them to be able to have the blessings and the incredible joy and 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 the, and the the enriched life that I was be able to have. If we can do that, if we can share that share that experience, let's do it. Absolutely, I agree. And a big shout out to you and Ray Ray, socially disinfest the people yep. at Twitch, uh, the people at YouTube, uh, Facebook is that the the people when we were facing the adversity of not having our live gigs 
as whether a yep. musician or whatever your where your live gig was um we've many people uh, took advantage of that and said hey let's reinvent ourselves let's see what we can do a live stream let's make it happen and dennis i can tell you're one of those people you took Darn advantage right. of that situation where it seems to me that you took advantage of the situation and you said hey let's make something really good at this maybe it hasn't been done before yep. maybe we don't know what we're doing when we're live streaming for the first time back in oh. march <laughs> Maybe not at we all. Fall on our face a couple yep. times and, and not what, and, realize it. But and, hey, it's just so so fun to figure it out and and uh, and uh, you know to keep learning. That's what I love about uh, about what happened. It, this has been uh, for for all the pain and challenges. There has been a cosmic reset mm -hmm. that has forced us to look at the world differently Absolutely. and look in so many different ways. So if we continue to take the advantage, uh, I do not believe we're returning to any new normal because the coming on the outside of this, there's going to be there's the our, our own gig work uh, work uh, economy. Me, the the ways that we can reach out to the rest of the world, the ways that we can empower one another and see that we're all connected. And in your writing and in your music and everything that you do, you uplift us. Thank you, Dennis. You that bring means us, so much to me. Thank you. It, 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 is, it, it is astonishing. Is there anything in these last couple of minutes, has there anything that we haven't talked about that is important and on your head and on, uh, in your head and on your heart today? Well, on my heart is the gratitude that I have for everyone who's listening right now, and uh, it is uh, it is my gift that that I have listeners and that I have people like you, Dennis and and Ray Ray, to to uh, to uh, to facilitate and to to help me reach my potential as a creative yes. artist. And this during the during COVID, I've found my voice in a lot of ways. That's when I've really developed more than any other time in my life as a songwriter <sighs> and a performer. And so even though COVID was so difficult as a physician, as a musician, it actually was a really good thing for me to stop the live gigs and stop the cover song jimmy buffett cover songs and yeah. nothing wrong with jimmy buffett but uh and then no but to, there is know, everything right with Am no, <laughs> there's, there's everything right with amber crowley amber you are incandescent thank you this episode of reasonably spontaneous conversation was brought to you by in search of the new compassionate male for more information, go to newcompassionatemail.com.